Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, my blog talk, podcast, Heavenly Places. I am your host, Jameer, and I'll be I'll say I'm, I'm Dorothy along. And I have not been with you guys a couple of weeks, been having some things going on, but uh, I am back, and I am back in action. Um, actually, I'd like to, like to give a, uh, like a, a testimony to start off with, not about me, but we know the hurricane is coming. We've been having a lot of believers been praying. Um, the 700 Club, Pat Robertson, I've seen him praying on television. Of course, the church, uh, friends and family, and Dorothy is telling me they had did a prayer last night. And the uh, I believe it was originally supposed to be a Category 5 or a very strong hurricane hitting the land, but now they're saying it's, I believe, a Category 2. And Dorothy was telling me earlier that instead of a 30-foot Storm surge is going to be a ten foot. So um, I believe that this prayers prayers do make make a difference. Prayer make a change. So you guys out there, keep on praying. That this storm would uh would be dissolved. And also, if you're listening after whatever kind of personal storm you have in your life, you know uh, our Father, He's also listening to that, and He and He's waiting to move on our behalf. <coughs> In so many ways, whether it's something physical, natural, spiritual, financial, um, relationship, or whatever type of situation it is, keep those prayers and keep that communion going on with your Father in heaven who loves you. Um, so I just don't think that's just so wonderful because there's a lot of people that's living in that area, a lot of businesses and families, and we don't want destruction to come. And if it does, we don't. We want it to be as ineffective as possible. Um, even in, in Scripture, Jesus had rebuked the storm when they was trying to the disciples were trying to get to the other side. They had a told the wind now that to be still. Um, so that's just a testimony. This evening we're going to talk about a, a separation, separating yourself from the world. And um, actually, I'll open up in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation. I thank you for your wonderful people that's listening. Thank you for this opportunity to minister before your people um, that I can give them scriptures to help them, encourage them, and guide them along their path, that they be uh, strengthened um, to grow closer towards you, Father, and to me, that I would be also strengthened to grow closer towards you. Oh, we ask these things in your wonderful son. Jesus' name, Amen. So, um, <clears throat> this evening we're talking about separation, and an important teaching in the Bible is about uh, being separate, separated from sin, um, and from any type of ungodly activities as much as possible. Because you know it's, it's really difficult. We live in a sinful, fallen world. Um, but our goal as believers should be to be um, separated from those things. Um, and actually, our Father in Heaven, you know, um, one of the things actually in the Old Testament was uh, particularly concerning the children of Israel, that they would separate themselves from the rest of the world, you know, because the rest of the world, they are um, they don't follow the scripture, don't follow the ways of our Father in heaven, you know. They 
live lives that uh, don't reflect how our Father in Heaven wants us to live. Even in the New Testament, we see this too. Um, with the early believers, they were warned to uh, remain as far away as possible from unfruitful and ungodly works of unrighteousness. Um, the sin is like almost kind of like a, a disease. It's, it's contagious, you know. <laughs> and that's why our Father, he, he wants us to kind of distance ourselves from activities, sometimes even people, you know. Um, Ephesians 5.11 says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And even First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22 says that we should abstain from all appearances of evil. Um, abstain from all appearances of evil. So basically what those two scriptures are saying is that uh, you may have heard those, those scriptures before, but we as believers, we should live differently. Um, meaning we should speak differently. We should dress differently. We should act and think differently. Um, and I know a lot of, a lot of times there are people can uh, become over-religious, like if you're not wearing a dress at a, as a certain length, or you're wearing, not wearing a tie or or whatever the case may be, um, of course, you, you want to examine your own self as far as what you wear and how you speak because um, you want to please your father and your language and some of, some of the language and some, some of the times what you wear can cause you to stand or those around you to fall into some type of sin or temptation. So it says that we should abstain from all appearances. Now, for each one of us, I believe, and depending on our community and our environment, it could be something different. So I'm not going to give you, oh, you need to wear black shoes or you need to wear a hat or whatever whatever that that is. So you have to seek the Holy Spirit for yourself concerning those types of specifics. So I won't get into anything really specific, but we should. There's some things we should not say, some things that should not come out of our mouth. Um, curse words. Her sayings, um, uh, you know, foul language, um, even uh, negative, negative things we should avoid from saying, you know. Um, those are also can be uh, appearances, you know, of evil. And, and I know that's a very difficult, but each day we should try to eliminate something that is um, ungodly and not like Christ, you know. And there's a saying, you know, it says, uh, you may have heard it before, it says, uh, that I don't curse, chew, or hang with those to do, you know. It, you know, it's a good practice, you know, but that's not what brings salvation into our lives. That's not what brings salvation. What brings salvation to our lives is the precious blood of uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because there are many people who uh, who would probably actually live what we call a godly lifestyle, meaning they uh, abstain from participating in certain type of activities or events, um, whether it's drinking or, or watching TV or, or saying or not saying certain words, but really they're just 
a very good person. <laughs> and that's 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 it. but they're not a one who is saved, you know. One who is redeemed by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior. Um, and we would always come to him, you know. But getting back to this sin and separation, we know that uh Christ's payment, you know, as him as our savior, you know, he was the the person who redeemed us, which you hope overcome all our transgressions, our sins and iniquity. But um, we ourselves we should be uh, the person that is changed, you know. Want to change ourselves from the inside out. Um, Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things become new." Now, this this new creature thing, this new creature is uh, what we are, and. We should not want to uh, live like the world, you know, or be like the world. And uh, that can be acted out through our action, you know. We should live in a way that uh, wants to please Him. We should do things, or actually things that, that we have done before, um, we shouldn't want to do no more. We shouldn't want to practice no more. Um, because we are what? Second Corinthians five seventeen says that we are new. We are a new creature that we should produce godly fruits. Um, um, not just because of uh, we doing these things because we can be saved, but because of our new heart. And we want to do these things for our Lord and Savior. And we want to do these things for our Heavenly Father. Because uh, we just want to please Him. Because everything, of course, everything He has given for us, you know, we should want to do everything possibly that we can to please Him. Um, another scripture is Ephesians 5, verse 8 through 12. That's Ephesians 5, verse 8 through 12. Sorry for going through these scriptures. Um, it says, For ye were some sometimes darkness, but ye but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done to them in secret. So, as new hearted believers, we should realize that the that the way that uh, He uses us to live, you know, is um for the purpose of uh, being a light. You know, it says that we are children of light, and why are we trying to be? children of light because we're trying to show someone else the way we're trying to be right in the midst of this dark world. You know? um, so many people in this world, if you uh, wanted the most 
lit up things that we see with most people, like a lot of technology, we have the light because the television is like a form of light when you're looking at it, um, like your phone or your laptop or whatever type of electronic devices, and they're projected images, and not a good portion of it is uh, very, very ungodly, you know. And they're sending out these messages, whether it be advertisement or some type of television show. Um, it could be very direct in front in front of your face, <laughs> meaning they're not trying to disguise something, or it could be something sent subliminally, you know. Um, but the, the world, or the secular world, they are seeing these, these things on television and, and media as a form of light, as a form of, you heard of those people that are, are, that are saying they, they have become enlightened and things that they are saying that, that it's right to do and it's right to live this way and that they do these things and they're watching these uh, different talk show hosts or different news reports or doctors, secular, um, and they're saying that they're, they are enlightened, so they're trying to be a light to the world also, but actually their light is very dim compared to the, this kind of glory of our fathers and also it's also very dim to the light that is shining through you um, according to uh, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 um, it says that the light is shining in the midst of this darkness and he is using us as believers um, to shine in this, this, this foreign world for which the scripture says that, that we are aliens you know and Part of the separation of the world is that sometimes you may have to cut off the TV or you may not be able to attend a certain event or go to a certain party. <laughs> you know, um, that's all part of separation or wear a certain type of clothing. Um, one of the things, but we, again, I, I talked about this a little bit earlier, we cannot be too religious with it. Because uh, the Pharisees actually tried to condemn Jesus for being a, being a friend of sinners because we know Jesus, uh, he was hanging out with all different types, types of people. Um, actually, it, uh, they said he hung out with tax collectors. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to find a scripture. I believe it's uh, one of his Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Wait, no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. Um, Mark, it's Mark chapter 2, verse 15. Mark chapter 2, verse 15. And it says, And as he reclined at the table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. So there were many who followed him. So, and the Pharisees, they were kind of like, Oh, we have this, this holy man, Jesus, Yeshua. Um, hanging out with all these unrighteous people, you know. And Scripture says, well, what fellowship does darkness have a light? Um, and uh, same for all appearances of evil. That's when you have to practice wisdom because sometimes you can be, uh, just a saying, so, so uh, heaven, heavenly bound that you are uh, no uh, earthly good and basically saying you're up in the air and then all the people around who need your help, you don't want to be around them because you're focused on the wrong part of heaven. 
But it's also true, you know, we have to have that some type of spiritual balance because we can be so earthly bound that we're no heavenly good. <laughs> you know, so we, we have the, the divine balance, and that is through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he will lead us and guide us and direct us. But uh, the Father, through through the word, the oracles of God, the scripture, he has given us like a, uh, boundaries, you know, things that, okay, this, this solid foundation that we can pretty much say, oh, okay, don't do this, don't do that, you know. Um, uh, Leviticus 20, verse 7, it says, uh, sanctify yourself and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. And I am holy, so he's saying basically, yay. And also, I believe that scripture is in First Peter, chapter one, verse sixteen. And our Father, we know, scripture tells us what that He's the same what yesterday, um, today, and forever. You know, or tomorrow. You know, He's He's still the same. So He's not going to lower His standards, no matter what what they're saying on television, or what you feel like in your heart and mind. He's He's going to be the same. His standards are always going to be the same. And he, and he has high goals and expectations for uh, his people, for his children, you know. So no matter how those who are living around us um, are living and how they're believing, as believers, we always live as godly as we can. Um, we are trying to be like God. It says, uh, it says that we, uh, in Romans, it says, all have sinned and fallen short of the image, or, 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 I'm sorry, of the glory of God, you know. All sin and fallen short, you know, of the glory of God. So I'm, no one, no one is, uh, perfect, you know, and we all are working out our own salvation, and we all are growing at different levels. And sometimes we look at, uh, different people and we see how much further along they are in their life as far as their, their their spiritual maturity than we are and sometimes it can be cause us to be depressed or sad or like man or cause us to give up. Well, don't give up, don't be discouraged, don't be dismayed because our father he is you know, he's a great judge. <laughs> he sees everything and he knows everything and of course, you should look at the person who's ahead of you and follow them as they follow Christ. That's what uh, Paul says. But also, Scripture Paul says that we have to work out our own salvation. I don't know I said that before. Um, but we we should practice separating ourselves. Um, I just want to give you a, a list of it. Uh, I guess a few people we know, Noah. Um, Noah, God separated him from all the, uh, and of course Noah's family, from all the unrighteous people. And how did that happen? Through the great flood, you know. But even before the great flood, Noah and his family had to separate himself from the world, you know. So they was out there building an ark. And probably who knows what the world was saying to them, but they had to uh, stand their stand their ground, you know, um, stand in their place, uh, as as trusting and believing in the Father in heaven that He's going to do what He said He's going to do. So they they have to 
separate themselves even before the father separated them on the ark. They, in a sense, they had to separate themselves while they were building building that boat. Um, another scripture, another is that Isaiah chapter fifty-two, verse eleven. And Isaiah fifty-two, verse eleven, it says, "Depart ye, depart ye, go ye out from thence. Touch no unclean thing." Go ye out of the midst of her, be ye clean, that bear the vessel of the Lord. And also Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 6 says, Flee out of the midst of Babylon, and deliver every man his soul, and be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He will render her recompense. You know, another reason that we need to be separation, separated from the world is we don't want to face their types of judgment. Um, we don't want to be, we don't want to be judged with, with the world is judging. You know, because um, our Father, He He will judge us. I don't believe He judges down. Actually, some people believe that. Sometimes when we have hurricanes and earthquakes, that is a judgment from the Father. But I don't really necessarily believe that. Um, I believe a lot of it is natural occurrences, and some of it is probably occurrences from things that man is doing. <laughs> you know, I, I believe actually when a, when a judgment of the Father is here, we will know it. <laughs> it, will, it won't be, it'll be like something that, we, that man has never seen before. Um, and I also believe it's, it's also the earth um, groaning. You know, the scripture says the earth groans and all these types of things, you know. So, um, yeah. Uh, another scripture is uh, talking about separation. is uh, chapter 6, verse 17. Wherefore, <clears throat> come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord. And again, it says, do not touch the unclean things. And I will perceive you. See, another thing that's, that's common about that theme is uh, we're just not trying to be separate from the world just so we can say that we are separate from the world, but it's, it's for a purpose. We're not trying to be like, oh, I'm better than you because I do this and you do that. No, that's, that's not what, what we're trying to be, be separate. It's, so it says, uh, and I will receive you. And that's second uh Chronicles six, I mean, Corinthians six seventeen, so that I would receive because we're trying to place ourselves in a position where we can be received by the Father and receive His blessings and also bless Him, and we want to reflect that and show that to the world. We're not trying to be like, oh, I do this and you do that, and you you you're bad or whatever. No, um, we're trying to place ourselves in a position. So that uh, we can receive from the Father. All right. Now there are uh, there are times in our lives when we have to tell people that hey, you shouldn't be doing that or you should be participating in that, you know. Um, but it's not so much like a, a condemnation, but like a uh, like a warning type thing, which will point that. Um, another one is Hebrews chapter seven, verse twenty six. I know I've got a lot of different scriptures here tonight. But Hebrews seven, verse twenty six. But such a high priest became us who was holy, harmless, undefiled, and separate from sinners, and made higher 
than heaven, you know. So when we as believers and we live in a way that our Father commands, you know, the ungodly, you know, sometimes uh, they will they will separate from us because they want to continue to do whatever they're doing, you know. Um, and godly living convicts the ungodly, you know. And rather than changing their way of living, they will often alienate themselves, you know, because they don't want to feel guilty for the things that they're doing. Uh, so that's what that Hebrews 7, verse 26 is saying. Um, another scripture is Luke chapter 6, verse 22. Blessed are ye when men hate you, and when they separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Um, that's Luke chapter 6, verse 22. Um, so that's that's basically saying, you know what, if you're blessed, you're blessed no matter what they're saying about you, whatever words that are coming out of your mouth about you. At the same time, they're, they're uh, trying to build you down. The Father, you know, Jesus, he's, he's lifting you up. He's building you up, you know. They uh, they want you to be like them, but you're not doing it. And the Father, you know what? He said, hey, my child is trying to be like me, so he's going to build you up. Um, and that right there should be something to us that we as believers, as Christians, we shouldn't be so interested in fitting in with the world. I mean, it's, it's, it's very easy to try to fit in with the world and try to blend in with the world, you know. But um, it's kind of like uh, going with the kite or the wind, you know, going going the way that the waves are going if you're on a boat. But trying to go against against the current, against the boat, that's that's kind of hard, you know. <laughs> that's where you, like, you need, like, a motorboat instead of, like, the paddle, you know, to, to get, you, get you going to where the father wants you to go. Um, and we as believers, we should uh, have that attitude that um, we want to uh, separate ourselves, separate ourselves from the world, you know, um, what causes us to be separated or helps us is uh, having scriptures that talks about separation, separation of the world. I know it's difficult um, watching things and listening to things that are that are speaking about separation from the world. Because you know sometimes you uh, can watch things and like, oh, can okay, we just watch this? I'm gonna just watch that. You know, and then sometimes you you might find yourself thinking some of the things that they're saying on television. Or you might find yourself practicing some of the things that uh, television, maybe knowingly or unknowingly, you know. Um, so we have to always be on guard. We have to guard our heart. We have to guard our eyes, our gates, our gates, our ears, and all those kind of things. And one way that we can guard is separate ourselves, separate, separate us from watching TV, separate us from hanging around certain people at a certain time. Um, it can be anything. I hope. I hope what I'm saying is, is something is uh, speaking to you, uh, speaking to to you, uh, to the Holy Spirit. Uh, it could be behaviors, uh, looks, acts, talks, 
all these types of things are ways that uh, we could uh, separate ourselves. Um, I, I remember the, the saying, and, you know, probably y'all have heard it too, uh, if your friends jump off a bridge, would you do it? <laughs> you know, uh, and, of course, probably we didn't like to hear our parents say that, um, but that's what many of us believe in so doing spiritually. <laughs> you see them jumping off the bridge, so we go, hey, hey that's, they doing it, so I'm going to do it too, you know. Uh, basically, we're following the world instead of being separated from the world, we're following the world. I can't speak of uh, for the rest of the world, like in China or Russia or over those, but I know in my own, I, I really can't speak for New York or L- L.A. or something, but just looking at my own town that I live in here in Missouri. You know, they might be doing this following the world Christian in other states, but I know here in Missouri, I, I see some things where I see believers um, jumping off of a spiritual bridge, following the world, and not separating themselves. And even, I don't even have to look at other people in churches. Sometimes I, I too find myself in that way. You know, I, I'm um, all right, a perfect example. You know, I don't have to look at other people. I have to just look and start with myself. Um, you know, so we ought to always separate ourselves. Again, I'll say that again that we should separate ourselves by um, the main thing, the main weapon is reading the word. Okay, reading the word of. In Exodus 20, we have a whole lot of things that we're not supposed to be doing as the world does. And we know in Exodus 20 that is. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> um, the Ten Commandments. Uh, Galatians, uh, Galatians three twenty four. You know that, that's talking about um, the law and the law being our, our schoolmaster, and that uh, it teaches us with our Father in heaven, God, this life. You know, um, and again, he he never changes. He never changes so those same those same commandments or whatever um, those those ten commandments. You know, nothing has changed with that. <laughs> nothing has changed with that. You know, um, so what was going on way back then? You know, if you're doing something wrong, it's still still the same today. You know, it's still the same today. Um, we should we shouldn't uh, be drunken. You know. Um, that, that's one example right there, or, or lying, um, killing. Uh, those those are examples of, of those are like some of like the more like uh, extreme examples. But we as believers, um, there's also little things too, like I mentioned, television and things like that. There's things that where it seems like it's a great area, but it's not really a great area when you drill down into it. Um, <clears throat> Second uh, Corinthians chapter three verse six, another scripture I give you. Who also had made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Um, so when one lives a life that is far from the edge of uh, basically being wrong or sinful or very subtle. Well, they have to worry about falling into sin, you know. Um, 
sometimes we uh, we try to practice the word, like uh, practice the word, and we can get very, very, very religious. And that's what our father does not want. He doesn't want us to be I'm, and or traditional, I guess the better word would be traditional. Because religious, the Bible does talk about having religion, but sometimes we can become very religious slash traditional, you know. Um, and basically without, without our heart being in it, you know, we're just kind of like going along like robots instead of uh, living a separate life by the Spirit. And that's what the Pharisees and Sadducees, many of them, was kind of like robots. They was practicing of all, but their heart wasn't going with it, with the things and actions. That's why they was not able to understand Jesus. So they, in a way, they were separating themselves from the world and the things of the world, but they had separated themselves so far. Basically, they were so heavenly concerned that there was no earthly good and that's the whole point of them being here. That's the whole point of us being here, so that uh, we can be separate from calling up, but yet still minister to those around us and show love and compassion um, to those who are around us. Um, <clears throat> we had another scripture here. Um, and this is this is the uh, last, the last scripture, uh, the last scripture, which is uh, really very essential important for us in these days, is uh, Revelation 18 verse 4. And I was what I was just talking about, Revelation 18 verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come from out of her, my people, least she share in her sins, and least you receive of her plague." So this is something. That we have to look forward, and I'm not sure if we really look forward to it, but um, here we have the Father in heaven, or a voice from heaven saying, like, I believe it's the Father in heaven, because it's just a lot of my people. Um, so again, we have this separation that the Father is calling for us to, to separate from uh, this. I believe that scripture is talking about Babylon. Um, so we as believers need to separate from from the world, whatever Babylon is. There's many definitions and many end time scholars who believe it, who believe it's a certain country or a certain entity, a certain organization. And I've I've heard many of those. There's too many of them. And there's some I, I tend to agree with, and some I don't. But ultimately, we'll find out when it happens. <laughs> you know, ultimately, we'll find out when it happens. But uh, we should, we should uh, focus on the separation part. All right. So we know, we can know and understand what what it means to be in the world and what it means to live uh, a life committed to Christ and committed to the Father as far as that separation is concerned. And three keys I'm going to close you with, close with before I turn over to Dorothy, if you have any comments. But one of them is what I've talked about is reading the Word. You have to do that every day. Um, well, you don't have to, but if you want to be separate, reading the Word is very important. The other thing is praying. Um, I don't care if you, you're praying for only five minutes a day. Just make sure make sure you do that. Make sure if means if you can pray longer, more, that, that that's more that's more power, you know. 
but at least at least pray. Let's start somewhere. And then uh then uh the last thing is is a worship. Um these three things not only separate cause you to be separated from the world, but also they separate you from darkness, the enemy, you know, the things that's motivating all the evil and wickedness, um, the devil and his demons and fallen angels and, and whatever he else he has, all the powers of darkness, they don't like that stuff. You know, they're still going to attack you. They're still going to come against you. But uh, the more you, you do that, it'll just strengthen your spirit, man, a little bit more to separate yourself um, from those things. Uh, uh, Dorothy, are you there? Are you on there? Yes, I'm here. You know, it's, um, it is important to separate yourself. Um, one of the things I have found is that Father will tell you what to separate from, you know, as you listen to him, as you become closer to him and more aware of his values, which are found in scripture. Um, because, you know, I'll just tell a, fun, a story I found funny. Not necessarily ha-ha funny, just very strange. I was at a family gathering, and a new TV program had come out named Shameless, which I haven't watched, you know. And I was at the party I was talking to, and these are all professing Christians, you know. Um, and I, I said to them, I said, now, who would ever want to watch a, a program called Shameless? And they started saying, oh, do you like that character over there? And he does that, and when he does that. And I just shook my head. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, there's just, it, and it's something that a lot of Christians just don't pay any attention to. And that does have an effect on you, what you feed on, so to speak. So, yeah. I, I, I had I have had to give up a lot of TV shows because get, I get that little, you know, that little niggling in the spirit. And it just, you know, this is not good. This is not positive. This is not edifying. You can't watch this. Oh, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's it's easy to, you know, what do they call that? The hardening of the conscience, the searing of the conscience. When you do press beyond that speaking from Father that you shouldn't watch it, you do get seared to some stuff, you know. And then when you start accepting that stuff as okay, you're agreeing with the enemy on what's okay. So that will get you in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I want to encourage everyone out there um, and to be to be separate. Those who are listening, whether you're on Vimo, YouTube, SoundCloud, the Blog Talk, um, to be separate. Um, also, uh, before, before I close, I want to. I was able to. The mail also more books last week, so don't forget if you want the book, I'm shipping it off. Um, uh, you can visit my webpage, 
J-A-M-E-R-E dot O-R-G. That's www.jamere dot O-R-G. Or you can email me. I guess people prefer email because that's what I've been getting. You can go to my email. is D-R-M-E-R-E-J-A-Y at Gmail. That's Dr. Mirjay, D-R-M-E-R-E-J-A-Y at gmail.com. Um, to uh, request a book, I will mail it to you free shipping. Um, uh, yeah, free shipping, free shipping to you. So continue to send out the request. I still got some books left. Uh, and I guess I'll close in prayer. I'd, I'd like to thank Dorothy for having me this evening, and we will be back again next Thursday. Um, pressing on the move forward, I guess got 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 uh, backed up, and so I got some teachings that I had to have, have been studying on. So there'll be some good teachings. Um, yeah. So, uh, our Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy, Father. We thank you for your love and salvation, Father. Um, we thank you, Father, for causing us to be separate, O oh, Father, from the world and things of the world. And we thank you, Father, Lord, for um, for what you're doing with the hurricane, Father. How you causing it to be disintegrated, Father, and um, to where it's not causing a lot of damage, Father, Lord, or even no damage. And even to the hurricanes that people are facing in their lives, oh God, or the hurricanes that we're facing in our government, like the spiritual hurricanes, Father, we command those to go away too um, by your power and your authority, Father. We just come into agreement with you, Father, for blessings for the people that you would save those who are listening, draw them towards you, save them, restore them in their lives and their fellowship with you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Jameer. That was a good lesson. You know, because sometimes we forget. Sometimes we just forget we're not supposed to be part of that system out there. We are supposed to affect it positively and pull people out of it, but we're not supposed to be partaking in it, a lot of the stuff. So that's a good lesson. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, um, I, I look forward to uh, for next week to seeing everyone, or, or not seeing, but talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking with her, it's it's good, and I do recommend you, everybody read that book. It's a good book. It will really uh, strengthen your faith and help you in your walk, no matter where you are in your walk. So, yeah. thank you, Demir, and you have a Blessed night. Yes, you too. And you too. So, Father, bless everyone. Good night. Good night.